welcome. It's that time once again. The Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Thursday, September the 7th. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, where we've been protecting your assets for over two decades. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. I told you so. We got another baker's dozen added to gold. That that huge crashing sound you've been hearing, it's not Hurricane Harvey or Hurricane Irma. That's the sound of the dollar continuing its fall. But, of course, you already knew that was coming because I've been warning about it. We'll keep you updated and in the know. We got a great program lined up for you. The website at allamericangold.com. That's where you go to get yourself comfortably disturbed, make it part of your favorites. Make sure you're out there every day. 20, 30 videos and articles Monday through Friday. Uh, it's better than any free report, and it just really gives you a sense of what is really happening out there as they're, they're talking about tax cuts and debt ceilings and all of this other stuff, the nuclear war, and how many hurricanes are there going on right now all at the same time? And while everybody's distracted, the real story is unfolding. Today, it was the ECB and Mario Draghi uh, kind of giving his uh, his big, uh, you know, again, they do the same thing, right? They're on a on a similar schedule as our Federal Reserve, and so he was having a big press conference today after they left interest rates unchanged and said, hey, quantitative easing is going to continue. Uh, not sure how long. Could be this year. Could be next year. Could be forever. Nobody really knows. First-time jobless claims. We're going to start getting the effects of how bad uh, things are really, uh, especially when it comes to these areas. Now you think, you know, South Florida, it's coming. Right, I mean, not, not, you think, they got Houston. Now they're going to get Miami, and and you know the the hard part is how many people were barely hanging on. We've been talking about this. How many people didn't even have an extra five hundred dollars? And now all of a sudden, right, everything's ruined. And you know how if you're especially Houston, probably more severe. Which is, hey, a lot of these people didn't even have flood insurance. Not just people, businesses. FEMA is saying 40% of all small business in Houston will not reopen. First time jobless claims. I don't know how they filed these claims, right? Because I thought Houston was completely flooded last week. 298,000 claims. They didn't keep it under that fabled 300,000. Uh, but now we got Irma coming. Yeah, 298,000. Uh, and, of course, they said it was all hurricane-related. Uh, Toys R Us, they're next. They've just hired bankruptcy lawyers getting ready to file. Barnes & Noble, don't worry. Retail sales down another 5% year over year. The Gap is closing 200 stores. Uh, Gap and Banana Republic stores are now shutting down. The Federal Reserve released its page book. That happened after the bell yesterday. 
something very interesting in the Beige Book. And for those of you that don't know what the, the, the Beige Book is, I guess they call it the Beige Book because I guess the cover of it's beige. <laughs> right? And, and very much like the Federal Reserve, it's a very boring report, right? They use their favorite words are modest and moderately, and, and they try to give a all 12 regions where there are the Federal Reserve regions, give a snapshot of, hey, this is kind of how things are going. And all 12 Fed regions all pretty much said the exact same thing, which really contradicts what they've been trying to tell us about the economy. And I only bring this up because I saw... Donald Trump talking about 3% GDP. And I cringed. Because it's not true. Of course, I've been telling you that. And the the Beige Book kind of proves it. That kind of proves it. It does prove it. Because for 3% GDP, that was the number they got printed for the second quarter. In there, they made these seasonal adjustments to the auto sales. And, and said that auto sales were actually going higher. And, of course, we know that they weren't, but that's how the seasonal adjustment works because they're like, oh, well, auto sales always go up in May, June, and in, in, in the spring months, right? So they, they said, hey, that can't be. we got to seasonally adjust it. Every one of the 12 sectors reported ongoing concerns about the auto industry and how quickly things have seemed to have come to a halt and and it's just one of those things that kind of is like why would they let a report out that they knew was wrong or why wouldn't they at the least if they really really cared about the well-being of the economy wouldn't they come out and say hey we, we we put this report out and, and you know we have that's just how we wrote all of these great economic models you know and we can't unwrite them well we can but it's going to take time and instead say you know what we're going to go with you know in the case of automobiles we'll just go with what the car company said and just plug that number in and get a real number but they don't. But, hey, again, while all of that fake stuff is happening, the dollar's falling out of bed. We're going to talk about that next. New highs for the year. Gold at $1,348, $1,349 to the ounce. The December contract, which is the one that that you see on the idiot box and is the most heavily traded contract, $1,352. Silver, over $18 to the ounce today uh, as the dollar is down 70 basis points, 91.51. Of course, I've been telling you all along now for weeks exactly where the dollar is going. Today... The biggest news, you know, they had, like I said, we had Mario Draghi out. The euro had a little pop because that's, you know, same thing that happens here happens there. But the big news 
actually came from the president himself. Donald Trump today has floated the idea, apparently in his little meeting with Nancy Pelosi and Chucky Schumer, where he agreed to a three-month lifting of the debt ceiling. So now the debt ceiling has gotten pushed. They're going to deal with that on December 15th. That's the new deadline. And and I love the attempt, right? Obviously, Trump's trying to say, hey, listen, I'll, I'll give you that one. Right? I'll give you this one. Let's be friends. Right? I want to get my tax cuts passed. And, and I think he's going to find out that that doesn't really work in Washington because that's not what they do. But neither here nor there. He has floated the idea of eliminating the debt ceiling. In other words, hey, let's stop this. Remember why they created this. They created this, what, almost 50 years ago, because they were wanting to have a, a at least some form of check and balance in place for Congress to at least at the minimum, hey, guys, you know, we keep going farther into debt here. Just want to let you know. Let, let's have a, you know, let's force us to at least address that, yes, we know. Now, at first, that's all it was. Right? Yeah, okay, it's fine. You know, don't worry. Good time. When the good times come, we're going to start paying it back. Right and, and and it was nothing more than yeah we acknowledge it and then then they would raise it. Not a big deal, you know. First for you know the debt was you know a couple a, a trillion, and then it was you know two trillion and three and four, got to five. But everything you know by and large was seemingly okay, and then we had a couple of years where the fake surpluses were going on. Right, and Alan Greenspan, we're going to pay off the debt by 2010, and that's how everything's going to be safe. That was the same. That's how we're going to be able to pay for Social Security and Medicare, all the interest we're going to save on the debt. Right, The debt was supposed to be zero seven years ago. Now it's become this big political football kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Right? The debt's now approaching. By the time they get to this new debt ceiling, the debt will be $21 trillion. $21 trillion. Not zero, but 21 And there's no end in sight. Everything they want to do just costs even more money. The tax cuts aren't going to pay for themselves. We know that. They're going to say it does, but it won't. I love how Fox, I don't know if I, and, and I don't know why, but I've been paying a little more attention, well, and I've been watching that hurricane, right, and just kind of having the TV on more than normal. And all of them are all worried because they, they hear Donald Trump talking about the tax cut for business, right, and 15%, and he's a smart guy, right? He's saying 15 and hoping to get 20, right? I mean, that's what he's really hoping for. He knows he's not going to get 15 He's open for 20. Paul Ryan said, hey, eh, probably not even going to be that low. 
said some somewhere between uh, low twenties to mid twenties. And just so everybody knows, that's the other thing they talk about these high tax rates. The average company pays twenty seven percent. That's the average, not thirty nine. That's what the number they throw out on TV. Twenty seven because they get all the write-offs and all this and that. And we're not the most, it's the highest taxing country. When you use the 39, yes, but we know that that's not true, but they want to lie about it. It's 27. Now, there's a few unfortunate, and really, any any publicly traded company paying more than that is, is right, they've got, they've got other issues going on. But then the thing that he talks about is the middle class, right, and tax cuts for you guys. And really, I don't think there's going to be a tax cut there. What I do think is he's going to give a bigger deduction, right? And I don't know if like, if you don't have kids, if you're not going to get it, I'm not sure. But I think they're going to give a bigger deduction uh, because really there's not a lot to cut, as we've talked about, right? If you If you don't make enough money, Right, you're already not really paying a lot of federal income tax, so there's not a lot of federal tax because now don't not say you don't pay taxes, but you you pay for you know the FICA taxes. That's the payroll tax is not part of that. But they're complaining about when's Donald Trump gonna talk about all the rich folks getting their tax cuts. Right, I'm watching this on Fox, and I've been—it's kind of been the last two, three days now. They talk about it every day now, and and I don't know how it's all going to work out, but I just found it find it interesting that that's that's you know what they're they're all worried about. But now today, the president has said, "Hey, listen, I'm talking about let's get rid of the debt ceiling altogether." And here's what that should tell everybody, and this is really what accelerated the dollars. Uh, clutch. Exactly what I've been telling you. Now Donald Trump's in a position to where now he knows. Hey, this is crazy. We can set the debt limit at at twenty three trillion, and we'll be right back here this time next year. And then if we raise it to, to twenty five trillion, we may not even get to a year. And then next thing we got to raise it to thirty trillion. 30. By the time I get out of office. Heaven forbid I get elected a couple of times, right? If I get reelected, I'm going to be the guy that raised the debt limit from 19.8 trillion to 40 plus trillion. I don't want that. How about we just get rid of it altogether? I know that we are supposed to have a an occasional check-in, but now it's become too political, and the reason it's become too political. It's because for the first time, they've realized, oh no, we got to hurry up because we don't want everybody else to know. The reason it's so political, it's unpayable. It is killing this country. Interest rates, which are probably done being raised at least for a while, are at all-time historic low levels going back hundreds of years. And we still are running deficits that exceed a trillion dollars a year. And the bad news is 
they only keep going higher. And it doesn't matter about the tax cuts. It doesn't. Will that make it go higher? Yes. Yes, it will. The reason why, have you ever asked yourself, why is it that it's so ridiculous for Donald Trump to say, hey, we can get 3% GDP. Why can't we get 4 or 5 Right when, when Trump was making his billions, that's what the growth was in this country. Right, Anything below 2%, the Federal Reserve was out there cutting rates and trying to talk up the economy. Now Warren Buffett comes out on television, oh, it doesn't feel like 3% to me, because he knew. He knew that number was BS. But you know what? We can have 2%, he said. That's what he said. You know, we can have 2%. How can we have 2% growth and still be running deficits that exceed a trillion dollars? Right? With that kind of debt spending, you would think the numbers would be a lot better. I mean, we used to run 3, 4, 5, 6% and run a $100 billion budget deficit. Maybe it was a bad year and you ran 250. Now we run trillion pluses. Now they want to get rid of the debt ceiling because they're like, oh, well, you know, now we're just talking about dumb money. The reason why all of these people are coming out and saying we're we're not going to see that again is because of the burden that has been bestowed upon us all. Right? Look at all of these states. Look at Kentucky now. We talked about another state. It seems like every month now another state gets added to the list. Right? This month it was Minnesota. Now Kentucky, people, anybody that can retire in the state of Kentucky and get a pension is doing it because it's broke. And they think they'll have a better chance at keeping more of their money that's been promised to them if they retire versus if they're still working, which is probably true. Right now in New York, there's a big vote for the Teamsters Union about how big of a cut are they going to be willing to accept. Illinois, come to find out, Illinois underpaying their pensions by another $500 million a year, and it just it keeps growing. But they added that to what they already weren't paying it, right? Just, you know, we had to pass a budget, so we'll just pay less to all these teachers and firefighters and policemen. And now the dollars on this new death spiral because it can't go low enough fast enough. And the president's coming out and saying, hey, we're going to try to scrap the debt ceiling all together, because that way, then we don't have to talk about it. And if we don't have to talk about it, it won't be on the television. Right? And we won't have to remind people how big it is. You notice the one thing that you haven't heard about it? Right? Here's what we've heard. Oh, the The hurricane people won't be able to get relief funds if we don't raise it. We've heard that. But what we haven't heard is 
What are you going to raise it to? What's the number? We never hear the number. We hear three months, right, which is what they're going to agree to. We've heard a time frame, still no number. Then you heard the, the Republicans who were all upset. They wanted to get through next year's election. Right, the election for 2018, because they don't want that to be a campaign issue. Right? How big is it? And again, still no number. And the reason why they don't want to give you a number is they, they, because it'll be on the news. And as long as you're worried about a hurricane or you're worried about North Korea or, or you're worried about your pension or who knows what it is, Right, you're worried about the latest tweet from Kim Kardashian and whether or not she's going to have her clothes on or not. You won't be worried about what's really happening. You know, when you think about these moves, the dollar's not supposed to move like this. I mean, the dollar in a matter of months has lost almost 10% of its value and it's just getting started again. Patriot Radio News uh, News Hour halftime on a Thursday. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Height. A new duo of Derek and Oric delivered a one-two punch against President Trump in July. Federal District Judge Derek Watson of Hawaii interfered again with Trump's temporary travel ban. And Federal Judge William Oric of San Francisco perpetuated his injunction against Trump's executive order that would cut off federal funding to sanctuary cities. Somalia, Iran, and Libya, known for their terrorist, anti-American violence, are three of the six countries subject to Trump's temporary travel ban, which suspends entry from those countries into ours by strangers who have no right to be here. In May, a Navy SEAL was killed and two other American soldiers were wounded in Somalia by an attack from Muslim forces. Most thought the U.S. Supreme Court had properly resolved the issue of the temporary travel ban in favor of President Trump. But the strategy of the left is to repeatedly use litigation and judicial supremacy to interfere with and impede a pro-American agenda at every turn. Judge Oreck's name was already familiar to many conservatives for how he has gone after the pro-life David Daladin for embarrassing Planned Parenthood with his famous videotaped interviews. Judge Oreck censored the videos and in July held Daladin in contempt for allowing the public to view them. Trump should immediately pardon Daladin and his attorneys. Judge Derek Watson, though presiding in Hawaii, is also known nationally for halting the President of the United States while sitting nearly 5,000 miles away. This unelected solitary judge, appointed by President Obama, already initially blocked President Trump and his travel ban back in March. Ironically, Hamlet's beloved court jester was named Yorick, whom Shakespeare described as a fellow of infinite jest and most excellent fancy. Well, there would also be much humor in this recent saga involving Derek and Oric if our president's ability to keep our nation safe were not at stake. Join us tomorrow as we look further at this story and the left's flagrant use of judicial supremacy to get their way, regardless of elections or American citizens. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Can activist judges be stopped, or will they continue to overturn laws with no regard for the Constitution or the will of the people? Connect with us at phyllisschlafly.com to hear alerts on rulings made by never-elected supremacist judges and to share your viewpoint. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. $1,350 gold, $18 silver, and it's just getting started. Now they're, they're talking about, let's get rid of the debt ceiling, let's not have... You know, it was it really what... It was intended to do exactly what it's doing right now. Which is, hey man, we need to talk about this. What are we going to do? And just like, <laughs> just like good old American politics, let's sweep it under the rug. Right, you know that, that rug, they've swept so much stuff under that rug, it's, it's like a hill now. You know, you, you, you think about what, what's really starting to unfold here. You know, they don't talk about it. You know that central banks around the world, including our, you know, they hold over $10 trillion of paper. Right? Add that. Because they just make that up and pretend to buy it. Right? It's the same thing. That's just another $10 trillion worth of debt that they don't want to talk about. And you start thinking about what the dollar's been doing. And then you start thinking about where gold's going. And, of course, I've been breaking it down for you. Remember a few weeks ago, I promised you gold was going to break 1300 It did. Then I told you, hey, gold's going to go to the overnight Trump election hype. It did. Then I told you, hey, gold's going to go to that 13, you know, you know, I say 1378, but other people are, you know, anywhere, let's call it 1360 to 1378, depending. Most people are 1370. I hear 1375 a lot, give or take. I'm not going to squabble over a few bucks. That's where it's heading next. Right? They could get there as early as tomorrow. I don't know. Then I told you $1,400, which is where I thought gold was going to be at this year. Before the end of the year, gold was going to get to that number. Now, as all of these things are starting to unfold, right, the Federal Reserve, I never imagined in a million years the Federal Reserve would come out and, you know, in their own way, admit, hey, our little economic model. Now, not they don't admit to all of them, right? But this one, this economic model's broken. We're not really sure what's happening, right? Of course, the economic model that's broken has to do with us not making any money. But, you know, besides that, the... Uh, we need to believe it's just that one and everything else is okay. Of course, even though they just proved that their GDP, GDP model's broken. All of their models are broken because, you know what, they are just economic 
theory. When this happens, that happens, and yeah, that most of the time. But what their economic theory didn't calculate is the amount of debt and the amount of money that they've made out of thin air is now acting like a 500-pound dumbbell on the backs of all of us. You know, and, and and it's really starting to, you know, you think about it, this, this whole correction that we've been talking about. And I've been saying for how long they, trust me, they didn't fix anything. And I know that we don't want to believe it. I, You know, I get it. I do. But it's true. We make less money today than we did in 2000. That's a fact. We have less, when you pull all of the assets of everybody, we have less money today than we did back in 1997. And forget about inflation adjusted. Right? Just use the, the you know the average folks when you figured in their retirement and their four hundred one k and their savings and their checking and this and that. Right? They had what twelve thousand dollars. Today we got eleven, and yet the Dow is at an all time high. Right? Go figure. We've never been more indebted in our lifetime. Right? This dollar thing that we were talking about at the beginning of the year, that was far away. Right? It was. Dollar was near 100. They were raising rates. I sat here right on this show telling you do not believe it. And I was giving you fact after fact after fact after fact after fact. They were giving you survey after survey after survey after economic theory and economic models that none of them involved actual numbers. And it slowly started falling. 97, 96, 95. Right, and then there was a little hiccup, and there went back up to 96, almost got to 97. Right, and I told you, don't worry, right? Gold got to 1295, went all the way back to 1200. That happened actually a couple of different times because they came out with some other survey or some other economic model or some other BS report. And I kept telling you, buy it. Buy it, buy it. And I kept giving you fact after fact after fact after fact. Right now, all of a sudden, it started falling again. 96, 95, 94. All of a sudden, that thing that seemed so far away, it's now got into your state, right? It's getting closer. It's on the UPS truck. Next thing you know, it's at it's it's arrived in in the city you live in. And then ninety four, ninety three, ninety two. All of a sudden, it's in your neighborhood. 
Today, they drove it right through your front door. Let's get rid of the debt ceiling. Now, it would have been great if we were getting rid of the debt ceiling because Alan Greenspan was right when my uncle was doing this show. Right when we were running those budgets or better, when Patriot was just a baby. In the late 1990s, 96, 97, 98. And my uncle was giving you fact after fact after fact. And they were coming out, oh no, it's going to be great. We can get rid of the debt ceiling because there will be no debt. I'm going to get rid of the debt ceiling because we don't want to tell you how big it's going to get. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. And as we watch what's happening, here's the rest of the facts that are going to come out. I don't know anything about tax cuts. You know, I, I know that Wall Street is at a record high. All of it fueled by cheap money. When you actually look at earnings, Right, and they're not making any more money today than they were ten years ago. They bought back some more of their stock. Retail has collapsed. I mean, does a week go by when we don't talk about somebody else either filing bankruptcy or getting ready to file bankruptcy or closing stores? I mean, just in the last two days. Vitamin World files bankruptcy, closing stores. Gap, closing 200 stores. Toys R Us, hey, we're hiring the bankruptcy lawyers right now. Automobile sales have come to a screeching halt. Right? You know what, here's the funny part. They're hoping that the disasters, these hurricanes, can help the sales. Right? Maybe that can help us. Right, again, all at the expense of who? Us. Record levels of debt. Home ownership rates haven't been this low since they started keeping records. You know who owns the most homes out there? Wall Street. This is not what everybody signed up for. This isn't the American dream. This isn't the pursuit of happiness. We are entering, and I've been talking about what was going to be happening over the next 10 years. Right? And you talk about this this hurricane that's coming. And we watched it wipe out a couple of these islands. I mean, one island, what, 95% of it's just gone. And we're trying to determine how big of a hit South Florida is going to get and all of Florida, and is it going to get to to Georgia and South Carolina and North Carolina? This is what's happening with debt here in America. This is the Category 5 of debt. And, And the problem is it's going to start getting massive. 
and the dollar's falling out of bed. They got interest rates to 1%. Well, one to one and a quarter. They they played that little game now. They don't know how to get out of that. Well, they'll get out of it when it goes to zero again. And they can't raise them anymore. Right? They've all bailed out now. The New York Federal Reserve Chairman, I quit. Stepping down. I'm done. Right? Why? Because he's one of the lead academics out there, and he knows. And so what is next? We're going to see, again, we're going to see, forget about $10 trillion, $20 trillion, 30 40 balance sheets blown up the size that, you know, like I said, they're already at $10 trillion, and they're acting like these are great. Isn't that what's so funny? Right? Hey, things are wonderful. Don't pay attention to all these central banks buying all this debt because they just rotate, right? We're, we're on break right now. We're like on the Union 15-minute smoke break. Right? And, and the ECB and the Japanese Central Bank, right? And they're all doing their stuff. And then it's going to rotate. And then one of them is going to go on a smoke break. And we're going to be back. Right? And they're, they're scrambling like crazy to get that cryptocurrency going, right? They're, look at what they did to Bitcoin, trying to give it what credibility. Yes, this is great stuff. Matter of fact, Ramon's got another great article up on our website uh, with Deutsche Bank and a bunch of other big banks, and they're getting ready to roll out their own little version and their own platforms, right? And then you think about what the ECB was talking about, right? We had to get it leaked, right, through Estonia, right? I bet, I bet they got a tongue lashing today, right, Estonia. What are you guys doing? Can't have that stuff get into the wrong hands. That idiot in Phoenix is going to start telling people. Right? They've already circled the wagons on your retirement account. Why do you think they did it? Why do you think they put that rule in there? Well, you know, if things get bad, can't take money out of your money market account. Can't take it out of your investment account. Can't take it out of your 401k, your IRA. You can't go to the side. Why do you think they did it? Now, they're not done. They're like, wait a minute. That's still not enough money. Where's the... Ra- oh, I know where it is. It's in their bank account. Let's start getting that into place. And all the while, they're coming out and talking about how they fixed stuff. Right? And how, hey, look, at well, you know, we, we took rates a whole while, big 1%. Don't forget, remember when they used to blame the housing crisis on Alan Greenspan because he brought rates to 1% for not even a year? And that caused the housing crisis, right? Remember when they tried to float that biscuit by us? Rates have been somewhere between negative to 1% now all across the world for like 10 years. The end is coming, and we're about ready to what? Go the other way. 
Patriot Radio News Hour final segment coming up. Final statement on a Thursday. This this just breaking. Chuck Schumer has agreed to talk to President Trump about a deal to remove the debt ceiling as an obstacle. And they're going to tell you what a great thing, right? I'm going to tell you what it really is, which is this is it, right? This and they they understand, they get it. Contrary to popular popular belief, they actually do know how to do that, <laughs> right? They've got the you know, like any good you know criminal organization. There's two sets of books. And when it comes to the federal government, there's probably three or four sets. But they know, and this is why the dollar's collapsing. This is why gold is running. Uh, Gold up thirteen dollars, thirteen hundred and forty-eight dollars. The Dow's down fifty. The S and P's down four. The Nasdaq's down seven. Uh, silver at eighteen dollars and five cents. Uh, today we've got U.S. ten-dollar liberties, and these are the old eighteen sixty-six to nineteen oh seven. I would do Indian. There just aren't any. Uh, so ten-dollar liberties. These are the Liberty Gold Pieces, the half-ounce ones. They're at $715 today. When you buy 20 or more, we're going to throw in the shipping at 800 That is the toll-free number. Put it away. Listen, you know what's coming, right? They know what's coming. Actually, you know what? This is a, a kind of a good day. Right? They're, they're starting to admit. Think about really over the last couple of weeks. They're starting to admit hey, our economic models aren't really working so good. <laughs> All of that wage pressure we've been bragging about, yeah, that's not happening. They, they Now they're saying, hey, you know what? Maybe we should just get rid of this whole debt limit thing. Because, you know, it looks bad and... And then they threaten to take away our AAA-rated ratings, and, and you know, it's just a pain in our butt, and we're going to rent the office next time, and we don't want to have to go through it. Let's just get rid of it altogether. Not because we're paying it off, because it's going to get so big, nobody wants to talk about it. And all the while, they're trying to hold all of these debt markets together. How, how long are you going to believe it? How long are you going to believe that housing in the front range is going to be six, seven, eight hundred million dollars. How many people can afford to buy your 401k and your IRA, IRA as they're serving you breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Maybe they're the one giving you the drinks behind the bar on a Friday. How long do you think it's going to continue where home ownership rates continue to fall? 45 million people got to do the side hustle just to get by. And why do you think all of that is? And now they've been circling the wagons on where any money may possibly be. And, of course, all of that is what? And getting ready for what they know. Hey, it's just a different currency. Nothing to worry about. It's fine. 
Happens all the time. Read a book. Patriot Radio News Hour. Everybody enjoy the rest of your day. One more show before the end of the week. Thank you.